Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is the uh, second hour of Oilers now. It is 105 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer in Ice District at Rogers Place. Fans were stoked. They were pumped. It was awesome in here all throughout the course of the playoffs. Amazing support. How fortuitous for an organization to have that. Uh, Bob Stoffer joining you in Oilers Now. Second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. First hour of the show, Wayne Gretzky and John Shannon joined us. Uh, Wayne said he was uh, joked around. My uh, playing leadoff hitter is out my role in this. Well, the cleanup hitter is going to join us right now as we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show a guy who's played for both the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers, Oilers forward Derek Ryan. How you doing, Derek? I'm doing great, Bob. How are yourself? Good. Uh, you've often been a, a cleanup hitter back in the day, weren't you? A cleanup hitter back in the day? Yeah, like, you know, the the number four hitter in a baseball lineup as a kid? <laughs> I was more the leadoff guy, actually. You know, <laughs> I didn't have the power, but I could swing for contact. There you go. Uh, I was having a little fun with you there. You know that. Actually, did you <laughs> did you not attend? We had Wayne on the show. Did you not attend, or did your son go to a, a Gretzky hockey school or something at one point? Yeah, he did. He he did in Calgary. Oh, it must have been a few years ago now. And then he goes every summer. Uh, they have the Gretzky Hockey Camp in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is just outside of Spokane, where I summer. And uh, yeah, my eight-year-old son Zane goes there every summer. He loves it. It's a great time. Uh, and what type of player is he? How's he coming along? Uh, he's a good player. Yeah, he he made Tier One this year in uh, in Edmonton and. Uh, he doesn't have all the skill in the world, um, but he works hard, plays the game right, and back checks hard so coaches like him, and uh, he's fun to watch. I love it whenever I get to get out there and watch him. He, his team had a tournament this weekend at West Edmonton Mall, and they, they won the gold medal, so he's pretty pumped up. Oh, man, I can't even imagine what that would be like. So here you are, you're playing in an NHL playoffs. Did you Were you able to go to the games at all? I went to one 
for like 20 or 30 minutes on Saturday, the, the day of Game 7. I saw Zane score a goal, and then I was able to go home and, and get a nap and everything. And then uh, obviously yesterday was a day off, so I was able to go to um, the gold medal game and, and watch the whole thing. So it was pretty fun, pretty cool playoff time to, to win a Game 7 and then see Zane win a gold medal. It was fun. Uh, so at one point today during the media availability, uh, we'll educate our listeners here. They had you and Brett Kulak up, and Brett and his uh, uh, family have just welcomed in a new child. Uh, what do you think is more stressful, playing in Game 7 or going through that experience after the kids? Uh, I think the kids are way more stressful, for sure. De- different kind of stress and a different kind of life experience. But, um, yeah, I mean, having kids is... Uh, the most joy um, I think I can have in, in this life. Family's pretty important to me, so that's uh, that was a pretty fun experience. But yeah, definitely stressful, like you said. Derek uh, Epstein's mother has just texted the show to say, "Stoffer, weren't you in the the antithesis of uh, uh, Zane Ryan? Uh, you never back checked, and none of your coaches liked you." And I'm like, How, "That guy must have played with me. How did he know that?" <laughs> so, uh, our, yeah. all right, Battle of Alberta. You played the last. Uh, three seasons in Calgary uh, brought in by Bill Peters who had the connection with all the way back to junior and now you're in Edmonton Uh, is there a difference between the two markets um uh, maybe a little bit, yeah. I think the the fans and the media here are a little more. It's the next level than Calgary. Um, I think Calgary is a great market, a good, good Canadian market, and it's uh, it's pretty big. But I think Edmonton is a step above in terms of the uh, the fans and being recognized throughout the city and um, the media and that kind of stuff. I think it's it's a little bit higher above. Calgary. Uh, it's funny. We had a meeting uh, with Chorus because, as you know, I'm I, I'm with the OEG, but the radio station is on Chorus, and I tried explaining this to the people there. There's like right now, as an example, there's four media guys at Edmonton that have north of seventy-five thousand followers on Twitter. There's no one yeah. in Calgary that covers the hockey team that's over forty. And that, to me, it's not a reflection that I'm infinitely better than the guy in Calgary or anything. It's just an illustration of the sort of passion from the fan base for the hockey club. And maybe that's too simple, but, I've, I, you know, you've, you've worn the jersey for both teams. Um, and, and a lot of – and, of course, you played college here as well, uh, Derek. Uh, you know, a lot of Edmonton yep. is from Edmonton. You know what I mean? Like, I know at one time, maybe not now, but at one time there was over 75,000 Americans in Calgary, whereas I would say 70 to 75% of northern Alberta is from northern Alberta. Do you think that might play a bit of a factor in it? I don't know. That could be a reason for sure. I don't know what the reason is behind it, but I definitely feel like my – anonymity here in Edmonton um, is a little less just for an example uh, you know on Sundays I like to go to church but my Sunday schedules vary a lot so I'll have to go to church sometimes at 9 or sometimes I'll have to find a different building later in the day 11 or past noon whatever it is 
And in Calgary, I did the same thing, and I was able to go to church, and you know nobody really knew who I was. I'd slide in and slide out, and it'd be fine. But the last couple of times I've had to do that in Edmonton and go to a different church, um, I think everybody knew who I was, and I had lots of people coming up to me and chatting with me, which is fine, which is great, but it's just an example of how um, people are more aware of, of who the Oilers are. And, and uh, yeah, I'm not so anonymous, I guess. Uh, I've had people call me the limo driver at the bar before, so I'm still quite anonymous, relatively speaking, Derek. So it's all about perspective. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, what was? Take us through the range of what you guys went through. With uh, can, can there be something gained from from the seven game series with Los Angeles, especially given the fact that you guys rallied in the final two games? Oh well, for sure. I think so. I think that's all. Uh, that's what playoff hockey is all about: is gaining experiences. Um, I know that a lot of us in that dressing room were leaning on guys that had had been through that before, whether they're current players like Duncan Keith or some previous players that are hanging around the club, such as Paul Coffey. Um, you know, leaning on guys like that that have been around playoff hockey, have seen the ups and downs. Um, you know, we're down three-two going into LA. As a, a normal person, you might be thinking, okay, this might be over, but you have those guys around to, to you know, keep the perspective uh, on playing one good game. Uh, we were going into a building where we'd won several games already this season, including in the playoffs. Um, so I think all those experiences as you go through a tough, grinding hard seven-game series against a well-qualified opponent like the L.A. Kings, I think that just helps you later when times are tough because, it, let's face it, playoff series are like that. There's going to be times where we're happy and feeling good, and there's going to be times when the other team's going to have a push for a, a shift or a period or a game or maybe two games, and and we have to be able to right the ship and, and um, stay on course, and I think that's we're able to do that, obviously, successfully in the first round. Derek Ryan of the Edmonton Oilers joining us in Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. Derek, uh, you got moved to right wing under Jay Woodcroft. Uh, Jay did something really unique that I think altered the series in Game 6, and that was the deployment of Hyman and Kane sort of as their own tandem and then rotating a bunch of centers. So you occasionally got a ship there. McLeod saw some time there. Obviously, Connor McDavid got doubled up there. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins as well. Jay's got some pretty interesting uh, uh, sort of maneuverings. Uh, I mean, he, he put you in right wing right away. How much has him coming aboard maybe changed and altered the course and direction of things for you personally here? Yeah, I think it's obviously been really good if you look at my game since Jay come abo- came aboard. Um, but yeah, I definitely have never had a coach that's so willing to maybe go against the norm in terms of forward deployments. Uh, he runs 11-7 and seven, as we've seen more than any coach I've ever had or been around or seen in the league. And um, quite honestly, he does it pretty successfully. It's not a, an easy thing to do, but with our our core there, I think it's worked out pretty well. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've played some right wing before. Uh, before this season, I played a little bit in Carolina. Um, not a ton 
in Calgary, but um, obviously had a little bit of experience there. But now being there almost full time, I'll get a probably one or two shifts a game at center. Sometimes it doesn't come to fruition if that that lineup is or that line is supposed to go out. And maybe there's a whistle, a timeout, or a penalty or whatever. It doesn't happen. But um, once or twice a game, I'll get a shift at center, and that's that's fine. I'm okay with that. So yeah, it's definitely been a, a change, and um, obviously I think my game is as done really well since I've made that change and I've gotten more opportunities and felt more confident in my game and and it's um, kind of flourished. Derek, uh, part of the reason Jay can do that is because he has a nuclear option that nobody else does have, okay? And let's be honest here. I mean, in game five, when you guys were on the ropes a bit, 97, Connor McDavid took his game to a level I probably had 12 to 15 former players or current managers or coaches, and they were just like, "Are you? this is unbelievable. I mean, he, he was a man possessed at a pace that nobody else can play. Did you think Connor had another gear like he showed uh, third period game five and then in game six and bo- game seven in both ends of the ice? Um, I mean, I don't want to say no because he continually surprises me and everyone else in the city and organization, obviously, as you said. So, I don't know. He's just he's so much better than everyone else, and um, his game continues to grow, and he continues to show different aspects of his mental aptitude and obviously his his game on the ice is is phenomenal so it's just i think we're just witnessing something special with him he's a he's a great leader in the locker room and he obviously has an incredible will to win and i think we've seen that in the latter parts of the la series and basically the whole series i guess but like you said he was he was possessed there in the last three games playing uh just heads and tails above everyone else uh derek leon dry nasty uh, situation uh, where he got you know sort of it was a greasy play that he got hauled down on. Uh, sometimes those high ankle sprains are tough to come back from. I, I somehow think you guys weren't surprised that he was going to gut it out and play Saturday night. Uh, no, I think everyone knew he was going to be a warrior and battle through, but um, that's just exactly what he is as a warrior. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if I knew, I wouldn't tell you, but honestly, I don't really know exactly what his medical situation is anyways. It's just uh, the fluid situation day by day, and he's um, he's going to be ready to go, and he's a battler. So um, we wouldn't expect anything less, but we still love his, his willingness to, com- to compete and be out there with us and obviously be at uh, top-notch form on the ice. Two more for you. One, you've been in that Flames room. Uh they got a good team. They had a really good regular season. Their top line was off the charts. What do you think they're prioritizing, looking at you guys? Uh, probably trying to neutralize our top guns. I think that's what everyone talks about. That's what definitely what we talked about when I was in that Flames dressing room and we'd be playing the Oilers as the uh, the, the three-headed monster that we have in terms of Drysidle, McDavid, and Nurse that log a lot of minutes and I think they're going to try and do their best to to neutralize those guys and um, um, you know try and keep them from carrying our team alright and I'm going to have a little fun with you at the end here so the Oilers have the most Canadian oh player 
it, yes. The, the, well, we've, we've run the gamut. We've talked about church. Uh, we've talked about Zane's uh, hockey prowess. Uh, we've <laughs> talked about my role as a limo driver in the past. Me and, uh, well, there, there, there's an NHL head coach that was Rock Voisin's uh, limo driver slash bodyguard at one time, you know, Michelle Therrien. Uh, but uh, the Oilers have the most Canadian players in the National Hockey League. And I, I, I think we can even take it a couple steps further. Leon Dreisaitl is German, but he played in, in Prince Albert. So he went to PA. And you and Kyler Yamamoto are American, but you're from Spokane, and you both played in the WHL. Now, have you ever campaigned... Well, that's a have you ever campaigned for honorary Canadian status as a result of the fact... It's not like you're, you know, uh, from Boston, Mass. Like, there is... I think it's fair to say there's a little bit different attitude sometimes from guys from Boston than there are uh, guys from Spokane. What do you think? Are you buying what I'm selling? Oh, that is a stretch and a half there, Bob. But yeah, you know what? I've had a lot of guys on a lot of teams that I've played with, and this year for sure I've had a couple guys in the room tell me, you know, hey, DR, I forget that you're American, you know, because they think I'm Canadian, whether it's how I act and I'm not their stereotypical American or because I went to school here. I don't know what it is, but, um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm a pretty proud American, too. I love Canada. I've lived here for, I guess, eight of my adult years, and I love Canada, but uh, America's always home for me. So, um, I don't know, maybe I'm a dual citizenship. I don't know what, what where I'm going to take that. Well, all I can tell you is Tyler Johnson's mom must have been a hell of a skater herself to get uh, three guys out of Spokane into the National Hockey League that are all undersized guys but found a way to make it. It's pretty impressive to hear. Yeah, amen to that. All right. Awesome stuff. Hey, thanks for taking time to join us on Oilers Now. Yeah, you bet, Bob. See you later. See ya. That is Edmonton Oilers forward Derek Ryan. It is 121 in Edmonton. Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. When we come back in Oilers Now, your text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, and then, oh, you're not going to want to miss this. We got... Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott, and myself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With our round two playoff projections and picks, you're listening to Orders Now. It's 121 in Edmonton. Flames are in seventh heaven. 
Now Tikkanen circles at center. Three points in the game, a couple of goals for Asa Tikkanen. Six in the series. Shoot scores! Asa Tikkanen has won it for the Oilers! Oh, wow. Chris Cuthbert. We're going to hear that voice again coming up in the next round of Edmonton Oilers playoff hockey. As the Leafs got bounced out, uh, Cuthbert and Craig Simpson will be working the Oiler-Calgary series, the Battle of Alberta. CC's a nice man. Craig Simpson's a very talented uh, analyst as well. You'll be hearing both of them during the course of this week on the show. Uh, 1991, couple things just on that Messier giveaway. Mark Messier was playing, we've talked about this, 8,433 times. He had three separate injuries in the 1991 playoffs. Was not right. And on the Essa Tikkanen overtime goal, if you watch the video, uh, Tikkanen shoots through former Edmonton Oilers scout uh, Frank Musil. Don't even get me started on the David Musil pick. Um, but uh, through Frank Musil and uh, scores the goal, and the Oilers jump on the ice, and Mark Messier didn't jump on the ice. He barely was able to walk. and The Oilers had no juice left. It was uh, the Flames had won the Cup in 89. The Oilers had won the Cup in 90, going head-to-head in 91. That, for me, was the toughest, most brutal physical playoff series I ever... When I, you know, I've got a pretty good memory. Or maybe I'm patting myself on the back. But if you listen to the show, you'd say, yeah, Stoff, you you got a good memory. And I, that, that series was rollerball on ice. And I'm not talking the new version with Dean Kane. I'm talking the old school one with James Kahn. It was no country for old men hockey. There was stuff that went on in that series. Today, guys would have been suspended 15 to 20 games for it. It was ugly, nasty, cheap, beautiful hockey. It's a different game today. And dare I say, I don't think Edmonton can afford to get into that game with the Flames. Because the Flames are have a little bit uh, more options to say the least. Uh, Uncle Milt says that around 20 years ago, a customer told him, a good salesman will sell me one truck. A good service department will keep me coming back. While that customer's family have bought more than 50 units from Brent Ridge Ford out of Wetaskiwin since then. That same service department is one of the reasons why Brent Ridge Ford just received their 11th President's Award from Ford for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance or repairs for your vehicle, call Kevin, Margie, or Mike at one eight seven seven four. That's one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three. All right, we're gonna have our predictions momentarily. Uh, this text comes in saying Jack Michaels is easily one of the top play-by-play men in the NHL. It's a disgrace he's not calling Edmonton games that are on TV. Uh, Jack did not do the first round. He was on on radio with me. Uh, he did TV uh, during the regional games uh, during the regular season. Hunter Ryan Singh did the first round with Louis DeBrusque. Hunter Ryan and Louis will be doing the Colorado-St. Louis season uh, series. I'll tell you that Hunter Ryan is a great guy. Real nice man. And... Um, uh, but I would, Jack's, I'm surprised that the Americans haven't struck to bring home one of their own because he's a hell of a play-by-play guy as well. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. This one comes in so fitting that Chris Cusper will be doing this series. Same with Craig Simpson, back to their roots. Uh, and another one says, Bob, why isn't yes, a Pugliarvi more physical? That big body of his could be more, uh, could be useful. Laugh out loud. Well, maybe, you know what? To me, he started games uh, six and seven. When he got out there, he did play with more energy. Albeit, he was uh, paired up with uh, Zach Cassian on a line with Ryan McLeod. Cam Moon coming up. 
along. He's joined us here at Rogers Place. Jack Michaels, Reed Wilkins, Brennan Escott, myself. After Eileen Bell with a global news weather traffic update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.